The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Transformation with Laota Rasul and Ahad Rasul. In this program, you will activate the changes that need to be made in your life through the processes of cleaning, clearing, and reconnection with your own divinity. It's time to begin the process to heal yourself. Now, here are your hosts, Laota and Ahad Rasul. Good morning and welcome, family. I'm Ahad Rasul. Miss Lauta Russell's favorite son. <laughs> and before we get started, I'd like to let everyone know that you can download the mobile app for easy listening to the show. That app is Voice America Talk Radio Network. Once again, the app is Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now, through the course of the show, we are inviting everyone to call in with comments and questions or anything you have to say regarding the topic of the show today. All right. Now, to introduce the inspiration of the show... My lovely mother, Miss Lotta Russell. <laughs> Greetings, salutations, and in, in Lakesh, everyone. I'm so happy to welcome you all to our new home at Voice America. We're so happy that you've joined us here today, and we're very excited about having joined Voice America and thankful to them and thankful for you for having come today. Yes, ma'am. Now, do you mind explaining to us? What? Why we say in Lakesh to each other? Why we express this as a greeting towards each other? Well, in Lakesh is uh, in the rhythm of many ancient greetings that recognize the divinity in the person you're speaking with, or loosely translated, it means I am you and you are me. But more importantly, it represents a moral code that when practices produces the understanding that we are connected to one another and connected to the universe. And we recommend that when you say in Lakesh that you put your hand over your heart and you greet the person in the words of in Lakesh and you feel from your heart space what happens. And you can feel that you're connecting not only to the person, to um, the oneness that we all share, but the oneness that we share also with the universe. So, I encourage you to put your hand over your heart and greet your other self with in Lakesh. In Lakesh, my hand is over my heart. Yes, I, <laughs> I see that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, to set the uh, stage for our show, Transformations, I'd like to be uh, clear with everyone that the perspective in which we're going to speak from in this show is how we can change and elevate our own experience in life through our thinking and our habits and the things we do in our daily life. So every experience that we want out of life, we plan to speak about how to accomplish these things and accomplish them in an everyday um, direct way, how to go about doing things and getting things accomplished positive in a direct way. So the topic of today's show is we love Ho'oponopono. Now, of course, we need to begin with what is Ho'oponopono. 
Ho'oponopono is a power-packed, foolproof gift of power that transfers energy, a powerful transformational tool that anybody who's any age can elevate themselves out of lower vibrations with this free practice. This is something that's free to all of us and a gift from our ancient Hawaiian brothers and um, that brought this forward. And it includes reconciliation, forgiveness, responsibility, love, and gratitude in its power that helps us overcome some of the uh, experiences we have in our daily lives. How was this method brought about? Like, where, where does this come from? Well, before I answer that, let me first say that in every moment of our lives, we are either making or we are unmaking. And that when we are making our lives are better and we have more kindness and consideration and recognition for each other through our connectiveness. When we are unmaking, our lives are careless and heartless. Um, We have those acts, we see those acts on television and they permeate our media and our storytelling. So I I, I preface what I was about to say about where this came from by saying that so that we would have the proper framework. But uh, Ho'oponopono, as defined in the Hawaiian dictionary, means mental cleansing or to put right or to place in order. It's the idea that everything in this universe is orderly and correct and there's no pain when we operate in that understanding. So this is a shamanic Hawaiian healing practice that was practiced for thousands of years amongst Hawaiians with family disputes, neighborly disputes, and even wars with other tribes where they would come together in a much more complicated um, uh, iteration than what we are currently using, but they would come together and face off, so to say, and use the principles of, of taking responsibility and reconciliation, principles of love and forgiveness to um, return back to peace. So they became makers. And so we have been uh, so blessed to receive through the efforts of um, more modern shamans who have changed the iteration to make it simple and powerful and we can use this. So this is not, this is just the, the principles of the ancient practice, but in a newer, simpler, easy to understand iteration that is available to all of us without us having to uh, become uh, yogis or Zen masters or Kung Fu masters. We can all do this. <laughs> so the actual, we, we teach Ho'oponopono. We teach the usage and how to, the importance of it in our business, DNA Replicate. And we actually do our best to stress how we have fun with doing Ho'oponopono. Doing Ho'oponopono is to inspire or should inspire a positive, light, peaceful, and happy experience through your everyday life. And the way we, we go about doing it, we find a rhythm for ourselves and we repeat the four phrases that are the key phrases to inspire um, these transformations. Those four phrases are, I love you, thank you, I'm sorry, and please forgive me. Once again, I love you, thank you, I'm sorry, please forgive me. 
Now you can find your own rhythm. You can repeat it to another person's rhythm. You can say it in your head. You can say it out loud. You can say it silently. However, as long as you're repeating these four phrases to yourself in harmony, then you're activating these words or speaking these things into existence. Am I right? That, that's absolutely correct. This is an infallible method for positively transforming our emotional and our energetic landscapes. And this is something that can affect everyone and everything that we touch. And it takes us off the ego treadmill and takes us out of spiritual poverty into spiritual plenty. It is an amazing um, gift to humanity, and we are so happy to be able to talk to you about it today. And especially because this is free. You don't need anything. All you have to do is be willing to accept it. Yeah, that's that's a funny thing because something so simple as these four phrases repeating to yourself seems as though in our conversations, it seems as though it's, oh, I just need to say I thank you. I'm sorry. I love you. And please forgive me to myself uh, repeatedly and speak these phrases into existence or speak these energies into existence. However, we oftentimes find with our clients and with ourselves that we have hang ups. We have little hangups on these four phrases. So maybe we should speak about each phrase and why each one is so important. I agree. I want to make sure I uh, note, though, that the famous Hawaiian um, who brought this forward was Dr. Hulin Hihakalea. And uh, he has explained, and I want to make sure I share this before we go into them, that we replay and are thus controlled by old memories of our own lives and the lives of those that we share um, and that we can live in inspiration allowing the divine to move through us so that we can control our own lives and so this is the basis from which we want to speak before we move into it because the this simple technique allows us to end anger bitterness envy jealousy hatred fear and replace it with joy peace compassion and love for these are the frequencies that resonate at the highest levels, the levels of transformation, which is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So the first, you know, these, um, the first one I think you asked about, was it gratitude? Well, we speak about thank you, yes. Okay, so thank you is the very first one, which is uh, all about gratitude. And this one is something that most of us think that we're relatively grateful because we use the words thank you at the ending of our letters at the beginning of our conversations we send people thank you notes we have uh, stores full of cards that say thank you so we all feel that um, we've got plenty of thanks around us however um, what often happens with um, gratitude is that when we're tossing and turning on our pillows at night or when we're um, in the car and our thoughts have gone to something that happened at work or when we are a little disgruntled about paperwork or some kind of something we're doing, we have dropped into a low frequency and haven't really acknowledged or know that we are. But if we were doing, if we were saying the four simple phrases of thank you, I love you, please forgive me, I'm sorry, we would be able to um, move from one like thought to another thought. So if you think, oh, I'm so happy I have a car, Or you think, I'm so glad I'm on the train and I don't have to drive. Or whatever the thought is, then what happens with frequency and what happens with thought is that the next thought that lines up with that will come to you. 
So if you're thinking, oh, I'm so unhappy about my financial situation, then you start thinking, yes, and I have this bill, and then I'm not going to sure if I can make these bills, and you know, that means I'm not going to be able to get all the thoughts follow one another in that same way. Well, the same thing happens on the other side. You know, positive is contagious as well. It's just as contagious. So if you are in your car and you're thinking, thank you, I love you, please forgive me, I'm sorry, then you'll start thinking, wow, what a lovely day it is. Oh my goodness, isn't it great that my car is running so good now? And all the things that follow those same thoughts will start to gather together in the same frequency. It is as if you are calling, you have a dog whistle and you're calling for all of the thoughts that resonate at the level that you're thinking at. So when you do that, and then you encounter another person, then the other person is uh, confronted with this avalanche of positive, wonderful uh, thoughts of gratitude and thanks and appreciation, which then magnifies and brings even more. Then that person stops thinking about what they were thinking about that had started to collect the thoughts. Does that that give you some clarity? Yes, it does. And actually, from my understanding, uh, in us speaking these phrases, we're not speaking to anyone. We're not speaking to someone else, you know, our, our boyfriend or girlfriend or our children per se. We're not speaking to only ourselves, but we're speaking to everything. Is that right? Like, how, does, how do we speak this and who are we speaking to exactly? I, I like to encourage people in the beginning when you start to just talk to yourself. You've been talking to yourself your whole life. In fact, wherever you are, and whatever your circumstance is, whether you're happy or uh, neutral or unhappy, you're, it's because of what you've been speaking to yourself because yourself has created the universe that you're experiencing. So I wouldn't worry so much about who you're speaking to okay. in, in the beginning. I would just speak the frequency of the word. And as you speak it, some wonderful and exciting things happen that people don't know until they've done it for a while. There are, when you do this continuously, you'll start waking up and the first voice you'll hear will be your own voice in your own head that has been saying, thank you, I love you, please forgive me all night long. And then you'll hear yourself from your, you know, it's like your subconscious voice. This becomes the subconscious voice. You become the combination of these frequencies. And once that happens, there are some epiphanies, Mm -hmm. some things happen within your spirit that some some intimacies between you and yourself are revealed to you and um, you realize that you may have been in error in some ways, but it's only you and yourself having this understanding or this epiphany. And it allows you to easily move into acceptance that you can elevate out of whatever is shown to you. And that that has been my experience personally, as well as the experience of many of the ones I'm working with. And this is where you are in touch. Then you know that you're in touch with divine elevated intelligence that's greater than the intelligence you were operating in previously. And you can name that whatever you want to name it. It can be uh, God. It can be subconscious. It can be creator. It can be universe. It's all okay. Mm-hmm. So in speaking these, these words of thank you, I'm actually reminding myself or speaking to myself the idea that I am thankful and that's something that I'm putting, I'm instilling in me and I'm making it like a, a conscious, always a conscious thought rather than it being a 
like in the back of my mind, I know that I'm thankful. But now it's on the forefront of my mind that I'm thankful for every experience that I have and every experience that comes into me, every person, every every the nature, the universe and every other thing. Well, you know, gratitude is one of the most accessible and powerful tools that anyone could ever use. It's simple. It's wonderful. It has lasting results. And it makes you feel good to be grateful. If you just close your eyes for a minute and look out the window and think about how good the sun feels on your skin on a warm day, you know, that experience in itself is elevating. Just the memory of gratitude, just being thankful that the weather is whatever the weather is and that you enjoy it. If you enjoy the snow, be grateful for that. If you enjoy the sunshine, be grateful for that, or if you like whatever's in between. But gratitude is something that can never be removed from you. It can't be taken from you. You can't be imprisoned where you cannot experience gratitude. So it's an extremely valuable remembrance. You know, this thought to bring to your mind, thank you, I love you, please forgive me, I'm sorry. Just saying thank you can bring you and elevate you into a joyous experience if you allow yourself to have it. But there is an an aspect to this uh, that's important. Part of what goes on, you know, with um, Ho'oponopono, and we actually have coined uh, an expression called Ho'sponsibility. But there's this idea, and I'm going to talk about that a little later, but there's this idea that to give thanks without expectation. You know, Mm. a lot of times people use prayer and they, you know, they use prayer as a way of being thankful, and then they slide in that they want a new Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to stop you there because we have to go into the commercial break. So, on the other side of the commercial, we'll get back into our four phrases. We'll go into I'm sorry next. But in the meantime, everyone, anyone who has a comment or question, if you know anything about Ho'oponopono or anything else, feel free to call in, and we'll be back in a moment. Visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. If you are hearing this, more than likely you were guided to this program by divine design. This is a trigger point for you to evolve into who you were originally meant to be, divine. You know intimately the feeling that something is missing, and you're right. We have been altered and disconnected from our supreme source, the divine. Presently, most humans have two active strands of DNA. Science verifies that there are 10 additional strands that are not connected. They call this junk DNA. This is where it gets interesting. We are barely using 20% of our brains because these 10 strands that they call junk are not connected. There is a purpose to everything that is created, including the so-called junk DNA. It would not be there if there were no purpose for it. DNA activation is a call to restoring ourselves to the original blueprint and original innocence. DNA activation helps connect back the additional 10 strands of DNA. This reconnection is possible through the etheric body, sometimes referred to as the light body, where off-world galactic genetic engineers oversee our reconnection at dnareplicate.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Transformation 
with Laota Rasul and Ahad Rasul. We'd love to hear from you on today's show. Call into 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to laotaofthesun at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. And we're back. Speaking on Ho'oponopono, we were just in gratitude. Actually, um, I wanted to just make sure I made one additional point about this idea of thank you. And that really is the principle of gratitude. And that's that we can make more room in our lives to have gratitude by being grateful. That It's like uh, when you have a closet full of clothes and there's no room for you to get new things because the closet's full. When, when you start to clear away um, debris in your thinking and your spiritual landscape by being grateful, it makes ro- more room for you to have gratitude because more will come to you. It's a very interesting equation how it works. It's the balance in the universe that the more grateful you are, the more you have great, more reason and the more that you can be grateful. So That reminds me of, as a child, us learning that, you know, if we treat what we have best or right, then we inspire those others to want to give us better or more or newer things. So in being grateful and treating everything that we do experience, every person in our lives and everything that we have in our lives, gratefully, then we inspire or we encourage the opportunity for us to receive even bigger and better and more. And Right. Well, you were paying attention when you were five. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I want to talk a little bit about this idea of I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry is this is uh, such a spectacular portion of the four different phrases because I'm sorry is like a giant eraser. It's a giant eraser that can remove negative from a person like magic. And um, it has everything to do with um, regret and with the idea of um, recognizing and acknowledging another person and what's going on with them and ourselves also. In many relationships, and I think many people will be able to agree with this, that when a person is feeling like someone has done something to them or mm-hmm. someone has, you know, maybe told them things and they didn't think they were true. And so now they're going to blame them or they're going to hold them accountable um, because they don't feel good about something. And it doesn't really matter whether the thing is a real thing or a perceived thing because the person is having that experience. But if the person is in the mode of, feeling that they have someone they should accuse for their own experience, then the person who is the accused is now challenged to uh, think about, well, did I do that or didn't I do it? And this is the normal way that we experience when someone someone says, well, you, you know, ran over my bicycle. And you're like, no, I didn't. I didn't run over your bicycle. Right. <laughs> However... Uh, the person perceives that you do, there, there is this energy that now needs to be erased or removed. And um, the situation has to be brought to some kind of positive end. And this happens all the time in marriages and in relationships and love relationships friends, and friend relationships. This idea that um, 
you want to hold someone accountable if you're the victim and if you're the person who's the perceived or is the aggressor, it's the same idea. Yeah, actually, if you don't mind, so I do have something that uh, has been a struggle of mine personally and from in conversation with the clients I've found out is it's not just my own struggle. <laughs> However, before I get into that, uh, we're going to take the caller. We're going to take a caller. We have uh, Daphne in Boston. And Lakesh, Daphne. And Lakesh, how are you? Hey, how are you? I'm great. So great. nice to hear want- from you, Daphne. I'm so glad you called in. Oh, yes. I love the topic. And I just wanted to share with you uh, an, an example of how quickly and how, how potent Tapono actually works. When we came back from the retreat, I met with my girlfriend who was in a nursing home and she was having a very difficult time um, in a relationship with her mother. Both she and her husband were actually struggling in their relationship with their mother. It had actually become uh, on the verge of becoming violent. And, uh, you know, she was joking around, you know, my mother needs to see uh, Miss Leota uh, in a very, you know, you know, she wasn't joking, but she was trying to be funny. <laughs> But um, she kept trying to to uh, speak of her mother in a negative way and to speak of, you know, how, how bad her mother's behaving. And each time I tried to counter it, she would come back with something uh, bigger. And I just made her stop right in the middle of her sentence. I said, we're going to do Ho'oponopono right now. We're going to do it for 10 minutes. <laughs> I, gave, I gave her my cell phone. I had my watch. And we did it for 10 minutes straight. I made her do it. And she actually, I forgot she really didn't fully understand, but I explained it to her later. The next day, she called to tell me that, uh, wow, that Ho'oponopono actually worked. She said, my mother called me the next day very um, uh, apologetically, uh, very friendly, and even offered to take her to a doctor appointment without being prompted. Um, And she was actually surprised by how quickly... um, her mother had turned around and the situation actually had turned around from chaotic to peaceful in less than 24 hours. Yes, it's really, I'm so glad you called in. This is an excellent example of what happens in families and the power of this expression. We could not talk enough about all the things that it does, Mm -hmm. but you started um, your um, um, coming on the air by saying that you had, recently come from the retreat. Are you speaking about our retreat? Would you know? Yes, I'm sorry about that. Yes, I'm speaking about the Quantum Clearing uh, Light Retreat uh, in Fort Myers uh, that I attended uh, in August. So I was so full of love and light and I was completely in another space all together. As I shared with you earlier, I was in, I was in the frequency of love. It was very, very potent and powerful. And so in that space, I couldn't hear her talk like that. I, it just was like, you know, the nails against the chalkboard. So I had to collapse it immediately because I couldn't be around it. It just wasn't uh, in harmony with the frequency that I was radiating in. Well, thank you so much for sharing this. I also think it's very important that you brought forward what 10 minutes can do. If you can imagine if that's what 10, di- 10 minutes does, what happens if you do it for longer time? Exactly. You know, and I... I shared with her, my girlfriend, the recommendation to do it at least an hour a day. And um, so she's seen, the, she's seen the power of it. So um, the choice is hers. And ours all, you know, to yes. me. So. 
that actually one thing that stands out to me in that story, which I've you know I always notice every time someone we're speaking about whole ponopono, is that even though we are looking for experience differently from someone else, and a lot of times when we do whole ponopono, like your friend Daphne, she was looking for experience differently from her mother, but in actuality, by her doing the whole ponopono it changed her own disposition towards the situation, which made her way more receptive to someone else's apologies, someone else's uh, reconciliation about the situation. Because a lot of times when we're all distraught on us about a, a quarrel we have with someone else, we're not even interested in hearing what they have to say. We're not even interested in, you know, we feel like we've already heard enough from them. We've already interacted with them enough. We're ignoring their phone calls and not, you know, not looking at their text messages and every other thing like that. So by us doing the whole ponopono, we're changing ourselves, which gives a person only one way to approach us, meaning that you can't interact with someone who's so positive at a negative level. You either got to come positive or that interaction just doesn't happen. So thank you so much, Daphne. And I look You're forward to seeing you at our right. next Thank retreat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see you. Yeah, I'll see you at the next one. Bye bye. All right, have a good day. Okay. Thank you again. And anyone else who has anything to speak on is welcome to call in. Now, before we uh, go into the next thing, I did kind of want to speak on a, a normal issue that comes up with us, and that is based around our egos, because when we speak about saying, I'm sorry, it always has a, um, has a ring of being, uh, lower than who you are. You feel like you have to lower yourself to say, I'm sorry to someone else. Now to remind everyone, number one thing is that when we're doing Ho'oponopono, we're not saying it too directly to someone else. So we can automatically disregard this aspect that saying I'm sorry means that we have to lower ourselves. And however, it is an uncomfortable feeling taking or expressing regret or taking accountability for something you don't feel like you intentionally did. So how is it that we balance this idea of saying I'm sorry with how is it that we balance this idea of saying I'm sorry with not being uh, lower than who we really believe that we are? Well, you know, much of this comes from the fact that I'm sorry or the word sorry is overworked and overworked and it's incorrectly used in the English language. And it has gained an unfair and awkward reputation because of its dual meaning. One of the causes of the most difficulty is the meaning that expresses that a sorry is an attribute of weakness. Mm-hmm. Or it identifies the person as being poor in a pitiful condition or that the person is somehow incompetent. That is not the use that we're using the word in. We're using the word in its uh, ability to um, recognize and remove negative that is appropriate. Yeah. It's not, uh, it, it isn't any of those other things. This is an expression of, you know, um, regret for a discourtesy or a minor event. If uh, it, it has happened to me that I've walked through a door at an office building in a downtown store and the door got away from me and the person who was behind me um, then had to encounter the the door and I didn't intend it. And I'm sorry. I regret that that happened. 
it you know it happens when we have children that things happen and we regret that we didn't know they were allergic to grapes and we made them eat grapes. There's a lot of there are many things that are appropriate that if we hold those thoughts, we are tied and imprisoned by those thoughts if we don't release them by saying I'm sorry. And when you just say thank you, I love you, please forgive me, I'm sorry, you release. Mm-hmm. That whole experience, some of the things that you don't even remember that you may have been doing. All right. Well, we have a few other callers waiting, so let me try to get to one before we continue. Oh, looks like we have Patrice in Chicago. Patrice, are you there? Yes, this is Latrice. Oh, Latrice, I'm sorry. Oh, Latrice, how nice to hear from you. Yes, I uh, I had an experience with Ho'oponopono and... Uh, I wanted to share a little bit of my experience and a, a comment. Actually, I've had several experiences. Fantastic. That's great. We're happy to have you on our first inaugural show talking about Hope on a Bono. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, initially, upon practicing uh, Ho'oponopono, um, I kind of started off uh, with my limited understanding of uh, each definition of, uh, or that my definition of each of those phrases. And I had... Uh, a little bit of an expectation of what I had experienced uh, from prior learnings of reading things like The Secret, and so I was all prepared, like I want to bring more positivity towards my way, but I was looking at it as if I was going to bring some external magical powers on my way. <laughs> oh, you thought you were going to fly? <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought that the positivity I was bringing my way was things that came from not within me, not using my own power. And as you get into doing Ho'oponopono, the more you do it, there's a complexity of levels of understanding that takes place. And beyond just meditation, you kind of uh, realize that the evolution and the growth that takes place is actually within you. And uh, the more you do it, uh, you kind of uh, bring forth uh, experiences that give you sort of an assisted revelation uh, of clarity once you're in line with the gratitude and being thankful within the universe or becoming a part of the universe. And it gives you um, perspective from that vantage point that you haven't allowed yourself to experience before. So you get sort of a reconciling and a healing and positivity, but it comes from you, your own personal growth. And in personal growth or in any type of growth, there are some growing pains so you begin to uh, call for some experiences that take you through some changes. And if you allow it and are willing to go through that growth, you experience some of the pain, but there are some great, uh, there's some great things that happen at the end of that. Once you go through that and you get the understanding and the lessons from it and you have this, this experiences that, uh, of greatness and clarity that you've never had before and it does feel surreal. And that is the magic that uh, I have from my experience that I got from it. And it has healed some uh, relationships that I did not think was possible that um, I don't want to get into too much details of it, but my family, my personal family that I've grown up with, uh, the family that me and my husband created together, we had some healing to go through. And we had some nasty relationships that made an about face that uh, I just did not see coming. I did not think it was possible. I had wrote those relationships off and thrown them away thinking that that was it. It's not going to happen. 
And once I started this process of growing and healing and the complexities that Ho'oponopono offers, um, the more I wanted to do it and the more I decided that I'm committed to me. I learned how to love me through this process. And in learning how to love me, I realized what part that I play in the universe and that I'm actually a part of it. I'm a relevant part of it. And my healing started to take place from that uh, understanding. And I had some phenomenal things that happened with protection and things that happened with healing. And I'm still growing. I'm still practicing it and, and discovering new possibilities with it. Um, and I stopped treating it like the genie in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Can you share with us some small example that's not, you know, that's something that you'd be willing to share? Yes. Uh, I'll start from my beginning phase. Uh, my relationships with my sisters and brothers, my siblings that I grew up with. Um, my mother passed away, and uh, my mother and my father passed away. And with each step, our uh, fragile relationships with my sisters and brothers kind of just turned to dust. We didn't communicate. We had anger towards each other. Even um, my brothers and sisters from my father's previous marriage, we all were just like at each other. Um, That destroyed the family. And we said and did some things that we had. uh, We fought over uh, the money that was left, and uh, we said and did things that we just thought was irreparable. We were not going to speak to each other. And we had, uh, my sister had said things to me like, I wouldn't even come to your funeral. And um, today, uh, we talked. Um, we, I started the whole funeral process, and I didn't start it with the intentions of even thinking of that part of my family because I had written them off. Um, and today, we talk, and we love each other. And um, I won't say that we're holding hands, skipping down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Just to speak to each other brought me to tears because I didn't think we could share the same space without everybody pulling out their fork and knife and not to eat. (laughs) We we so appreciate you calling in and giving us such a complete understanding of your current understanding. I feel like we should pass a charity basket. What do you think? <laughs> now that, this is beautiful to hear. Uh, we're about to have to go into the next commercial break in just a moment, but it's it, it really does something to hear everyone be able to express what they the way that they've affected their own lives and not looking for anything from anyone outside of themselves, but from themselves. So we're going to go to the commercial and we'll be right back. Thank you. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. If you are hearing this, more than likely you were guided to this program by divine design. This is a trigger point for you to evolve into who you are originally meant to be. Divine. You know intimately the feeling that something is missing. And you're right. We have been altered and disconnected from our supreme source, the divine. Presently, most humans have two active strands of DNA. Science verifies that there are 10 additional strands that are not connected. They call this junk DNA. This is where it gets interesting. We are barely using 20% of our brains because these 10 strands that they call junk are not connected. There is a purpose to everything that is created, including the so-called junk DNA. It would not be there if there were no purpose for it. DNA activation is a call to restoring ourselves to the original blueprint 
and original innocence. DNA activation helps connect back the additional 10 strands of DNA. This reconnection is possible through the etheric body, sometimes referred to as the light body, where off-world galactic genetic engineers oversee our reconnection at dnareplicate.com. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. You are listening to Transformation with Laota Rasul and Ahad Rasul. We'd love to hear from you on today's show. Call into 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Laota of the Sun at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. We are back. Time uh, really flies when you're having fun, I guess. We're in our last segment of the show, so we have a lot to get to still. We have a caller. We're going to take one last caller. Um, if you have a comment, feel free. Revelation is your name, I think. Hey, how are you? Just fine. Um, right. Revelation AK. Yeah, I just wanted to call in and congratulate you and La Ota on a, a wonderful show, actually. And um, the <clears throat> the whole Pono Pono is a powerful, powerful resonant tool. Um, it's interesting that I was uh, familiar with it prior to meeting you and your mother. And... Um, but when I met Laota, it, it, it brought a resurgence of, or, or renewal, renewed um, focus to that power. And um, I will admit, in, inspired and influenced by Laota, I've been using it more and more. And definitely uh, transformations have occurred on every level of my life. Um, I've created um created some conferences with my adult children and um i could see the difference from when we first started having the conference and until we're now having conferences and they've admitted or communicated how things have changed in their life that they could actually see visually feel and experience and so um it's it's very powerful, and so to have this show based with this and express that it's it was really um, awe inspiring. And um, thank you, appreciate oh. it. Thank you so thank much, you. King James. We we appreciate it. Thank you so much for calling in. Wow. And unfortunately, we're not taking any more calls to, for today. However, we do have a surprise for everyone. We have which we will do every week a transformational story. And this comes from someone who has taken this, this idea of changing their life and transform, transforming their lives into their own hands. She's taken this idea and she's done something with it. And now she's here to express to us uh, um, her experience and her transformation. So we're going to play a story from Judith. Welcome to Stories of Transformation. Today we have, um, with her story of transformation, Judith. Judith, welcome. Where are you calling in from? I'm calling from Illinois. 
Welcome to Stories of Transformation. You have um, a story to share with our uh, audience today? I certainly do. Um, My story is about uh, my transformation from financial scarcity to financial abundance. Um, I've been an electrician for 17 years. I've struggled uh, to have work and maintain work on a regular basis. Um, I had a really good friend give me a lead like many do, and uh, this was last spring, and uh, I was, uh, you know, I met, I met with the general. I was, you know, we talked about the job. We talked about when it was going to start. I waited for the call. I never got the call. I called the guy. He wouldn't answer his phone. Next thing you know, I find out they've got a different person doing the job. And I just sat back and I said, you know, there's something wrong here. There's something wrong energetically. Why don't I get these jobs? Why don't I have work all the time? I'm good at what I do. There's, you know, and and it just didn't make sense to me. So I I contacted Laura and uh, did some soul work and uh, incredible incredible change um i uh i now excuse me i now have so much work i'm so busy uh and it all started with um well the first the first uh soul uh clearing uh kind of you know came and went without really any events and um it was it was uh maybe a week or so later and lauda did my second soul clearing and the day that she did the second soul clearing, I met this gentleman that was looking to uh, have uh, uh, an electrician take another electrician's place, get a new one, you know, in, in their place. And um, they were talking to me about it and gave me some prints for a job. And I've been working steady with them ever since. I have had people calling me out of the blue for jobs. I've been constantly busy. My income has increased three to four times since then. Um, on my, it's it's just been amazing. On my uh, second clearing, when I was doing my salt bath following, um, I. When I got out of the tub, I honestly felt something fall off of me. And prior to that, uh, Laura had me do some uh, revoking. Uh, I had to revoke some vows, contracts, and curses. And, you know, after those two events, everything has shifted in my life financially. It's, it's really been um, a blessing, a blessing all the way around um, to have invested in myself this way and have, you know, tried something totally, you know, people would say, well, why don't you try advertising? Well, <laughs> that never worked, you know, this worked. So I've, I've really been extremely grateful for uh, the transformation in my, in my financial abundance. Judith, we're so happy to have you call in and share your story. I did want to ask you if you uh, practice Ho'oponopono along with what you were doing. Uh, yes, I was. Um, and I had, uh, you know, I, I pretty much do that every day at some point. Um, uh, I came by that through you once again uh, a little over a year ago. I think it was last August that... Uh, 
I was really introduced to it um, more formally. I mean, I knew of it, uh, but I never really uh, understood the power of it. So I, I never really put it to work. Um, you convinced me that it was really worth my time and my effort to uh, do that. And um, that in and of itself helped shift uh, a lot of energy around uh, uh, a pretty serious court situation that I had going on last year. And, um, the, and, and, and not having the financial means to, to take care of uh, my responsibility with that and all of that shifted by January. I mean, it's, it's, it's really been, it's been quite a ride this last year uh, for change. Would you share uh, exactly, you know, our audience may not know how you participated in Ho'oponopono, you know, how often are you saying, what exactly are you saying and what does it mean to you? And um, I think that's all we have the time for, but if you'd share that. Well, um, it's really about taking responsibility um, across the board for myself, my actions, um, how I show up in this world, and for anything that happens outside of me that offends me or affects me, I will clear, clean and clear around it with the Ho'oponopono, um, and I just very simply, I'm sorry, um, and this is, this, is, this is to creator, this is to source. Uh, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you and thank you. And uh, I, it's just, I'm sorry for everything that, that, that I'm involved with, that's going on, that's affecting me. Um, please forgive me. Uh, please forgive my, 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 uh, my feelings around it, my uh, uh, resistance to it, you know, to, to, to the positive or the negative of it. Um, actually, the negative of it, um, and uh, thank you, and I love you, uh, which is a way to just be um, in humility of uh, the teaching um, and the ability to see that if I shift what I'm uncomfortable with, then I'm helping shift um, the world. That is uh, so wonderful for you to share that. How often are you doing this, and... Um I heard you say earlier that you, you are still doing it as a regular practice, but how often do you do it where you could see actual change? Do you have any example of that? Well, um, you had shared with me that I should at least do two hours a day, and I was, I was being very, very diligent with that, and um, I was able to govern that because of my travel. <laughs> I would mm-hmm. find the traveling would be a great gauge. I'd do it while I was driving to or from, and then I would get my couple hours in that way because, you know, it doesn't take too much focus. Um, gardening, doing dishes, doing menial tasks around the house, I would do it. So sometimes it would be four hours a day. Sometimes I'd be out riding my motorcycle, and I'd be doing it while I'm riding my motorcycle, enjoying the weather, you know. It just be... It, it, in the beginning, you know, for, for going at it, um, for the intensity of what I was going through a, a year ago, uh, I was doing it two, two plus hours a day. Um, now I got to say that I, I, um, it's not every single day, but when I do engage in it, it's at least an hour or so a day. 
Did you notice any uh, significant change when you first started to do it in any circumstance? Um, I think my own mindset was a little uh, uh, stubborn and rigid. And no, I didn't really see or feel anything at first. And, um, and, and so then I wouldn't, and then I would, and then I wouldn't. And, you know, that was just, I was kind of going up against myself. Um, but when I really uh, began to surrender to the fact that when I was in these situations that were, were very difficult for me um, on a personal, uh, emotional level, um, you know, going to court and that, uh, I would just be doing it constantly prior to going to court, while I'm in court, after court, and I would just be doing it constantly. And I really did notice um, a shift uh, with all of that. I mean, things just kind of went bing, bang, boom after that. It wasn't <laughs> real difficult and strenuous and drawn out. And, you know, it just seemed like, wow, that didn't seem so bad after all. <laughs> <laughs> I thank you, know? you so much for calling in. Is there any last thing you'd like to share with the listening audience about your story of transformation? Well, I'm just extremely grateful um, to you, Laura and uh, Ellie. Um, for all your help and um, your support and your love and keeping me on track and just just encouraging me to step up for myself. And I know anybody can do this. Um, it's, it's not hard. It, it just takes uh, effort and a want and a need on, on your part to make change, and it'll happen. Thank you so much. We send you much love, and um, I'm sure that now that you have these transformational tools, you'll be able to continue to evolve and elevate above whatever situation you would like to. Thank you very much, Judith. In Lakesh. Absolutely. In Lakesh, thank you so much. Bye-bye. Wow. hope everyone enjoyed that transformational story from Judith. We, um, we find that real life experiences are always the best teachers and that we hope we don't, we hope that everyone doesn't wait until you're in a negative or uncomfortable situation in life to choose to do something like Ho'oponopono. This has the ability, this mental healing or cleansing has the ability to create the experiences in life we want if we use it. So we don't always have to dig ourselves out of a hole with Ho'oponopono. It's most effective when we are creating the positive, not erasing the negative. So remember that we're always making our lives or unmaking our lives. And these wonderful tools that we'll be bringing forward, these transformational tools, are things that you can understand and use to change the landscape of all of our lives. So we thank you so much for joining us, and we hope you'll join us next week at the same time. And our show does uh, play again uh, today in 12 hours at, at 11 Eastern Time or 8 Pacific Time. So you can hear the show again, and it will download by tomorrow to iTunes. That's right. Well, 
Any other questions, comments, or anything, opinions about the show, feel free to email us at laotaofthesun at gmail.com or ahadofthesun at gmail.com. And you can visit our website, www.dnareplicate.com. We have so much available to you there. Look forward to speaking to you next week. In Lakesh. Thank you for tuning into Transformation. Please join Laota Rasul and Ahad Rasul for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have a positive, life-changing week.